0: Civil danger warning.
1: A <laughs> disaster of unknown type has occurred.
0: Normal programming has been suspended.
1: Gary. Gary, hook up the pipes to the vent. This is not a test. Oh, it that's a bit ripe. Okay, find the matches and let's get started.
0: The glorious free republic of Yorkshire radio show.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire radio show. Gary has hooked up our gas pipes to the vents from the local farm's slurry pit, and he's just about to light it. You good to go, Gary? Okay, yeah, don't worry, Gary. Eyebrows are very last season anyway. Right, we now should have enough power for our show. We'll be bringing you government-approved news and stories from the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, the mightiest of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was 21st century Britain. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip, and we have a packed show for you today. First up, we'll be getting the latest relationship advice from Hector the existential agony ant.
2: If you're relying on smearing yourself in swamp mongrel blood, then I think you really need to look into, is this the person you want to share your existential
3: dread with?
1: Then we'll have Professor Henry Slumberback. He'll be explaining some ancient historical artifacts for us.
3: There's some kind of hieroglyphics on it. The
1: inscription on this particular box says Star Wars. I mean, I knew that there was two, possibly three world wars. Is this? connected to that.
3: It is. Unfortunately, it it wasn't in Yorkshire this World War. Ah. It was in a place far, far away.
1: And finally, we'll be catching up with Sly Winifred and all the latest from the Gadget Dungeon.
3: Now,
0: an annual is a strange tome with pictures of pop stars. What they were popping and how they got to the stars, we may never know.
1: But first, here's a quick reminder of what national holidays are due to be celebrated this month.
3: To the glorious Republic of
0: Yorkshire Radio Show.
1: On Tuesday the 7th, it's Bring Your Child to Work Day, unless you work in the Scarborough salt mines, where every day is Bring Your Child to Work Day. On Monday the 13th, it's National Cheese Day, when we'll all gather around the local cheese pole and reminisce about when cheese existed. Don't forget your Gorgonzola beret, or it might be you that ends up in the anything-goes-reclette. Saturday the 18th is Father's Day, when we celebrate good old Yorkshire parenting. The farther a child is from a parent, the better. And on this day, we'll be imposing the traditional three-mile exclusion zone around every child. And of course, the following day is Smothering Sunday. And finally, on Thursday the 30th, it's the day that we don't talk about. And that's all the national holidays for this month. But now, I'm sure any couples out there that are going through a difficult time would welcome the kind listening ear and thoughtful advice of a caring agony aunt. But the government has decreed that all human affairs are ultimately doomed, and we must learn to live with our desolation as we await a lonely, pointless death. So instead, we've invited in Hector, the existential agony ant, to get him to address some of our listeners' issues.
3: The Glorious
0: Free Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show.
1: Hello, Hector, and welcome to the show. All right, Hector, you've been an agony aunt for uh, quite a while now. Would you like to tell us how you first got into this job?
2: When I was young, I uh, went through a lot of agony and uh, I really felt that I learned a lot about the world. I learned about how death is inevitable and also learned about relationships and sex advice because that was a great source of agony for me. So when my mate John said oh, you should be the existential agony on. I thought, why not? What else am I doing with my life? So uh, I took it up uh, and, you know, five years later... I'm still going. Money's still coming in. People still have a lot of existential agony.
1: It's the agony part of the agony. and it, it's the- it
2: really is the agony, which is my special take. A lot of people have their own relationship advice, but very few people are comfortable tapping into that deep well of existential agony, which characterises my take on relationships.
1: And so every relationship should be viewed with the knowledge that ultimately we will die or corpses will rot.
2: You have to go in with an expectation that there will be a ground state of agony. Mm-hmm. And it's learning to live with that and accept that and build your relationship around the idea that whoever you're with, deep down, you're going to be in agony.
1: Mm-hmm. So the secret to a happy relationship is realising that there's no such thing as a happy relationship.
2: Joy is an illusion. That's what I always tell my kids.
1: Fair enough. Any pleasure we experience is a fleeting... It's
2: it's a fleeting distraction. I'll be honest with you. I haven't felt joy in years. And I couldn't be happier about that.
1: Well, with that in mind... We've invited some of our listeners to write in with their own
2: oh, wonderful. relationship wonderful.
1: problems and if you'd be so kind as to share your wisdom with them.
2: I would be not happy. It would be my distinct lack of pleasure to answer your questions.
1: Marvellous, thank you. Well, our first listener is Amy Beadlebottom. And she writes in that her partner was recently involved in a a slight industrial accident at the local nuclear power station and now glows in the dark. Is this something that she needs to worry about during uh, bedroom activities?
2: Well, it's always a difficult one when you can see the person you're with because then you can make eye contacts and you can kind of fall into the well of despair in each other's eyes. Mm hmm. I think the key thing to remember is it might be difficult now, but ultimately existence is suffering. Mm -hmm. So the nuclear power accident means he's probably going to die sooner. So he will be free from this torment sooner. Okay. So obviously it's not ideal because you want to get away first. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, you can work around this.
1: So maybe in the short term.
2: In the short term, it's suffering. In the long term, it's also suffering.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's that's the takeaway here.
1: Okay, but maybe a blindfold.
2: Maybe a blindfold. Yeah, it's generally, I wear a blindfold most of the time. Yeah, I, I just don't want to see the world.
1: It's good advice. Moving on to our next listener, we have a Mr. Grant Nymphus writes in to inform us that his partner has contracted sand blood. Uh, which is, of course, the condition where every blood cell in your body turns to sand. Of course. So, obviously, he's encountering some difficulties with his partner not being, what should we say, lubricated enough in mm. order to indulge in his desired activities. What methods have you got for working around this?
2: Well, obviously, this is a problem I come across often. Something I found success with is tears, can work as uh, lubrication
1: okay but it doesn't have to be just tears if you get yeah. rabies from a local swamp mongrel absolutely. you'll be frothing at the mouth and that should provide enough liquid for your purposes oh
2: absolutely we all have open sores now so that is yeah oh, i mean look at this
1: oh wow that's gaping that one
2: yeah and if you see if you squeeze Ooh. it
1: Oh Oh, man Plenty there That's really, yeah
2: So it's just about being adaptable
1: The glorious free republic of Yorkshire radio show And we'll be back with Hector in a moment But now, here's a quick rundown of this week's pop music charts In at number 10, it's a new entry for You tap your feet, we'll tap your phones By the surveillance crew Holding steady at 9, it's Kicking Teenagers by The Undertakers. Sliding down from 3 to 8, it's The Sun Always Shines on CCTV by A Hack. Creeping up from 9 to 7, it's Where Is The Love? Tell Us or Will Waterboard You by The Blacked Out Windows. Tumbling from 2 to 6, it's We Heard It Through The Grapevine by The KGBGs. A big climber all the way to number 5, for I would walk 500 miles if only I had the necessary travel permits by the procrastinators. Another week at number 4, for Every Breath You Take Is On Our Database, by, you guessed it, the police. This week's highest new entry at number 3 is stop in the name of Bylaw 37, subsection 5, paragraph 2 by the supreme leaders. Surging from six to two is Have I Told You Lately That I'm Always Watching You by Black Van Morrison. And still at number one, it's the record-breaking smash hit. You're legally obliged to buy this record or will remove your children by the glorious free republic of Yorkshire. Will anything ever end its now 75-week stint at number one? Tune in next week to find out. And now back to Moribond Gloommonger, Hector the Existential Agony Ant. So, moving on, we have our next listener, Mr. Spike Tree Mender from Skelmanthorpe. Oh, which,
2: Skelmanthorpe Tree Mender?
1: Yes, he's one of the three remaining members of that family, because, of course, recently there was a minor zombie outbreak that was soon contained, and
2: yeah, yeah.
1: the subdued zombies have now been worked back into the workforce, because we can't be killing zombies willy-nilly. Not,
2: not with the rates of sand blood high, no. Exactly.
1: But he has formed an attraction for one of these zombies, and he is wondering okay. if you had okay. any tips on wooing or dating a zombie
2: i mean i think ultimately you've got to recognize that the attraction stems from a jealousy of that mindlessness that numbness that inability to feel the agony that characterizes day-to-day life so i think understanding where your own attraction comes from is important in these things
1: so if you let them bite you you could join them in that condition yeah. but we don't want another outbreak so if you can smash your own teeth in with a hammer before you let them bite you
2: yeah
1: that could work Uh,
2: there are ways to do that in ways which are you know safe same consensual any biting that should be
1: consensual so you shouldn't be you know rubbing swamp mongrel blood on yourself in order to entice them is that seen as a form of sexual harassment or entrapment yeah it
2: can be tricky but uh honestly if the chemistry of right then the zombie should just want to bite you. If you're relying on smearing yourself in swamp mongrel blood mm-hmm. to get the bite, then I think you really need to look into is this, you know, a relationship which is working on a more fundamental level? Is this the person you want to share your existential dread with?
1: Right. And if they're not running to bite you It's
2: if it's not it's a... if the sparks aren't flying, then share your despair with someone else. Mm-hmm. There's plenty more zombies in the swamp, and they're growing every year
1: yeah, great advice, and finally, we just have one last question from toby monthly he's uh, oh he's eight and a half years old, old. how oh, sweet. He writes in to say he's fallen in love with the local executioner. Have you any little tips on how he could win her heart?
2: Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? I think you just need to find a way to bring her into your life. So maybe just accuse your parents of seditious activities. And then they'll bring you in Mm -hmm. and interview you. And Mm -hmm. you just need to draw that out. Mm -hmm. And uh, clearly this person likes uncovering plots. So... Maybe make some plots For them to uncover
1: So actually Foment Oh foment a, a rebellion plan against the government i
2: would do that I try and like Start a rebellion Every couple of years anyway Just because I think It's good to get The seditious people Out in the open Mm-hmm Most of them Got a terrible work ethic So if you're waiting For them to like Start a revolution Right It's going to be years Before they do anything Treasonous You've got to take The initiative really
1: And so what's a good Rallying cry To attract this potential? seditious amongst us.
2: I always go for, we eat swamp mongrel, they eat beef,
1: where's your quality? Ah, uh, yes. Of course, anyone who accepts any metric measurement is obviously a potential yeah, scumbag. Kilometres, not miles. Give us an inch, we'll give you a centimetre.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Democracy now.
1: Oh, well... Uh, yeah, I think you may have just crossed the line there. What happened to my father? All right, yes. So, he uh, disappeared in a black van. Uh, right. okay, yes. You're pushing it there a little bit. I can hear a black van. Oh, yeah. This is going out live, so I'm afraid... Right. Uh, oh, yeah, here they come. Bursting the through. It's been a It's been a pleasure. And we'd like to dedicate the rest of this episode to joyless curmudgeon Hector. We would pass on a message of condolence to his loved ones, but as he made clear, he didn't love anyone, so we'll not besmirch his memory with such a crude outburst. We are a noble nation and are very rightly proud of our history but ever since the internet was accidentally deleted when Barry forgot to back it up over the weekend. Knowledge of our history is, at best, patchy. Thankfully, we have studious buffins who dredge through what artefacts remain to piece together the story of our ancestors. I invited one of them, Professor Henry Slumberback, from the Museum of Yorkshire, into the studio to find out more about our mysterious past. Professor Henry Slumberback, Thank you very much for coming on to the show.
3: Thank you for having
1: me. Now, you've been the creator of the Museum of Yorkshire for... How long is it now? Eight and a half years. And how was it that you came to be running the museum?
3: Well, I started there as a boy. I was in the sorting department and I used to sought all kinds of artifacts from all over Yorkshire. It was wonderful. That sounds
1: marvellous. And so as a little treat, I've got a little bag of surprises. We've managed to grab a bag full of artifacts that you're going to identify and explain to us what they used to be used for.
3: Oh, how wonderful. It's just like the old days. So
1: let me just fetch my bag one second. I think you can hear... I've got a little bag of, of treats here. Obviously, we will have to describe what we're holding and so that you'll know what we're talking about. So the first one here...
3: Oh, this is wonderful. This is a box. It's fairly thin. It's very thin. I would say half an inch. Mm-hmm. And then several inches uh, tall. We can see the letters DVD. There's some kind of hieroglyphics on it. The
1: inscription on this particular box says Star Wars. I mean, I knew that there was two possibly three world wars is this connected to that
3: it is unfortunately it, it wasn't in yorkshire this world war ah it was in a place far far away
1: oh well nothing for us can to you see the subtitle uh
3: oh yes i just about make out a, a new hope there you go it explains it all doesn't it
1: well yes we all know that war is where hope comes from
3: that's right oh yes this is one of those Wonderful boxes that opened. May I?
1: You may indeed, yes.
3: Now, let's have a look, shall we? Oh! Oh, what a shame. It's mostly empty.
1: Ah. Uh, oh. There seems to be a round hole for. Hole,
3: for and a... you could see there's a little clasp here that holds yes. the, the contents mm-hmm. in place. And what would it hold? The Disc of Righteousness. Ah. Uh, Can you see the shape? Yes. Perfectly yes. round. I've never seen a perfect circle like that before. I would challenge you to draw such a round thing. You no, couldn't. No, no. It's perfectly made. Mm-hmm. How what? What's exquisite.
1: I've never seen craftsmanship like that. It's, this it's is this flawless. is a
3: beautiful specimen. Oh, if only it had a disc. We could have lots of fun. And
1: you say it's the Disc of Righteousness. As we can see, the, the letters at the bottom here, DVD. So that's Divine Virtuous Disc?
3: Very close. It's Divine Virtuous Disc diskettes. Fascinating. 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 That's a very interesting piece.
0: The glorious free republic of Yorkshire radio show.
1: We'll be back with the boneheaded boffin soon, but first I just wanted to remind you that Yorkshire Day is coming up and our next episode will be a Yorkshire Day special. So if you want to enter your Yorkshire pudding at the Yorkshire fair, you'd better start foraging for eggs now. Just a reminder that after last year's raptor incident, dinosaur eggs are now a banned ingredient. And all the usual stalls will be there, so please remember to wear reinforced boots if you want to join in with the stomp-a-swamp, bring a short sturdy stick for the zombie tipping, pack a small mirror for the the spot-the-vampire lineup, and don't forget to sign the exemption form if you don't want the government to harvest your organs in the unlikely event that you don't survive all the wonderful attractions. And now it's back to our interview with tedious egghead, Professor Henry Slumberback. So let's see what's next. Oh, it's a kind of black molded. It's a very odd object. It has various buttons on it. We've got a triangle, a square, a circle and a a cross. A cross, yes. Is that religious, those symbols? This
3: is an old, ancient religious artifact used Mm -hmm. for communication. Oh, really? Yes. Can you see how, it's, how ergonomic it is in mm. the hand? You mm-hmm. can actually hold it in several ways. You can hold it with one hand, two hands, like ah. this. And actually, you can then hold this up to your mouth and use it like a whistle. It's, um, it's, it's a bit of a skill. Kind of, you almost had it there, I think. Yes, yes, I've been practicing, I must say. In those moments, this is where you actually press the button. Now, what you need to do is shout at the top of your voice, Mm -hmm. according to the button that you've pressed. And that's how it sends those kind of vibes through the the airwaves. So, for example, once I've whistled to set it up, I can go... Triangle!
1: And anyone who's of the Triangle tribe will be aware of your presence.
3: Absolutely. It's beautiful because it kind of echoes through the hills. You can hear people shouting triangle.
1: Is that a reference to the pyramids, the
3: triangle? Well, there's some hearsay about such things, about large triangles Mm. made from possibly mud.
1: There's tale of some that were made from chocolate encrusted in honeycomb, but only yes. rumours.
3: rumours I believe. Mm. This is can... why we have a museum, you see.
1: Yes, every little e- extra artefact we can find might give us some more information about what this used to be.
3: Yorkshire is a puzzle mm-hmm. and we need to figure out the puzzle.
1: We've got one last little treat for you in the bag. So we've got, well it's a, it's a, a cube.
3: It is a cube with little cubes Inside.
1: Okay, and they're all different colours.
3: I need to show you something very special about this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Watch this. (gasps) It moves. It's not a a cube. No. And now it's a cube again, but the colours have moved.
1: Is this a gateway or a portal to a new dimension? Nobody
3: nobody knows. We've never managed to actually figure it out. What you can do is you can move some of them. Oh, there, look
1: you've got two orange and two red together. That yes. is incredible. Have we any idea what this might have been used for?
3: Well, there was a man who mm. took a knife to it and he popped it all open and he put it back together with the colours in the correct place. We all warned him not to. He did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And absolutely nothing happened.
1: Oh, it was a faulty one.
3: It was a faulty one. So we still don't know the purpose.
1: I mean, it feels to me like we could be meddling with forces we don't understand here. I mean, if someone completes one of these, is that, you know, the end of times?
3: A lot of people think that if you complete this, mm-hmm. you will have great powers.
1: So it could be like our sword in a stone. If you put this on display and anyone can complete oh, it. what a wonderful a f- idea. They, they claim all of Yorkshire. Oh, look. You've got four. Oh, uh, please, please don't do any more. Don't don't worry, don't worry. I'm I'm just not sure what's going to happen to the studio if we we haven't. Oh, it's six. No, no, please, 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 please. I beg of you, don't complete a side. A corner. I'm calling it there. It's been delightful having you in the studio, but I do fear that you're putting the life of everyone in the studio under risk by attempting to complete that task. So I'm going to say thank you very much, Professor Henry Slumberback. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. The glorious free republic of Yorkshire radio show. Well, the gas from the slurry pipe is starting to run low, so if we don't extinguish it soon, we're risking a blowback chain reaction that could cause a bovine gat geezer. But I think we've got just enough time for a quick visit to the Gadget Dungeon with Sly Winifred. Gadget And we're back in the gadget dungeon. I'm saying hello to Sly Winifred. How are you doing this week, Sly?
0: (laughs) I'm doing great as always. Great to see you. So, Sly, technological breakthroughs. What's the latest? This is something for all the hobbyists out there. Say you're out, strolling around town, and you wonder, all of a sudden, what could be beneath my feet? You ever think about that? No, I have very little curiosity. Good. But for those of you who do want to stand out for some reason... Just think what's beneath your feet as you're walking along. How could I possibly know without the tools to find out? Well that's where this fabulous new item comes in. It's the Chintsomatic. The
1: Chintsomatic?
0: Wow, that looks spectacular. For anyone who doesn't like the state mandated history they've been given, then this is for those people who want to find out on their own what might be a piece of history beneath our feet.
1: Ah, I've heard of these historical archaeologists who are digging up our mysterious past because since Barry, may he burn forever... Curse his name. ...deleted most of the internet back in the early 20s. We've been struggling to piece together our history from before that time. So some of these brave volunteers are going to find out about our forebears who set up this great nation.
0: That's right. What's so fabulous about this item? It's got so many settings. Now, a lot of these words you probably might not be familiar with, but this one here, it says Haribo. You can find these strange multicoloured items from the ground, which were lorded over by a small child by the name of Haribo.
1: Oh, right, yes, I've heard they come in a
0: variety of shapes. They're like magic trinkets. But obviously this Haribo was a cruel man because often they were sour and bitter, these items. It's almost like a challenge
1: to eat even one of them. You were gifted a spell where you could make an adult talk like a child.
0: And that's just the kind of thing that the chintz can help you find. But if you click it to another setting, you mentioned metal there, mm-hmm. it can find you some of the cheapest, most poorly built metal items you'll ever see. Now, just look at that. That looks like a spoon to me. Does that look like a spoon that, to you? That looks very much like a spoon to me. But look at its strange divoted shape at the end there. It says... One cup. And look at this. It's on a ring with other ones that say half a cup.
1: Half a cup doesn't make any sense. If you cut a cup
0: in half, it's no longer a cup. I mean, the past is a strange and mysterious and ultimately dangerous place. Yes, we mustn't delve too deep. All the settings on the chintz o Just look at this. You click it to annual. Now, an annual is a strange tome with pictures of pop stars. What they were popping and how they got to the stars, we may never know.
1: So these were people who popped to the stars as if it was like popping to the shops and this made children go mad?
0: Well, just to look, thanks to the chintzomatic at some of the pictures in these annuals, these poor young men and women are truly in awe of these star poppers. Mm-hmm. They are worshipping, they are grabbing and clawing at these star poppers. I mean, what their true power was, we may never know.
1: But I noticed that the main setting is chintz, which, as we all know, is what the pine shops used to be full of. We're aware of the Poundland devotees because, obviously, they've discovered various Poundland shops which seemed to rule the country.
0: They were everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. And everyone went there, and they paid their pounds in order to fill their houses with
0: useless crap. So it would seem this item... Truly is for the pound shop follower, the pound shop discoverer. You can find so many items under the bracket of chintz. Oven gloves, tea towels, whatever they were, floral place settings, plastic flowers. How do you grow a plastic flower? I mean, it's truly astounding what the chintsomatic can find in the right hands.
1: Well, and where is the chintzomatic available? At any shop. At any shop. The government has stated that they must be available at all shops. If you can get to the government mandated shop, you might be able to find one there. Well, thanks very much, Sly, and I look forward to finding out what you have for us next week.
0: The republic of radio
1: show. Okay, Gary, you better put out that flame before the blowback section kicks in. Quick, I can hear it starting to rumble. Oh, Jesus. Cover your mouth. Oh, God. It's getting everywhere. Oh, I can't keep it out. Well, we're literally up to our eyeballs in dairy herd discharge. So I guess at the end, Come am of this show. Cheerio. And until next time, may all your breeds be strong. May all your breeding be fettled. May all your swamp mongers be radiation free. To rob.
0: Communications have been severely disrupted.
1: Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you.
0: This is not a test.
1: Hi, thanks for listening. I'm Noel Curry, the guy who puts all this together, and on this show you heard Quemby Harley, Justin Gallagher and Adam Martin, and a featured music by Paul Clark. You can find out more about what they do in the information section of this podcast, and you can follow this podcast on the various social medias at Free York's Radio. We'll be back next month, but if you enjoyed this, then you know what to do. Please subscribe, share, rate, review, and repent. Thanks.
3: The glorious Free
0: Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show.